You know what I'm thinking of? Hmm. The chance, the rapper song where it goes, How great is our God? You know, and Dram is on it? No. Well, obviously, this is embarrassing and has to be cut. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you know, obviously, I'd rather song. die than keep talking about that. <laughs> This episode of the comment section is brought to you by Captain Morgan Sliced. Since the dawn of bread, we've known the truth. Sliced is better. That's why new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail style flavors. Pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Visit captainmorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan & Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus only. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the comment section show starring me, Drew, and once again, nobody cares about me anymore. Ever since we became Spotify exclusive and all my guests are even more amazing, and today is no exception. We have the one, the only, Caleb Heron. Now, I'm glad that you finally let gay people on the show. <laughs> That's all my show is. Yeah, I'm, I'm, but I mean, you know, in a way, I'm the first one. <laughs> in a no, way. Hey, how's it going? In a way. It's going wonderful. It's I'm so happy good. to be here. I'm such a fan of yours. I'm so happy to have you. Caleb's you know one of the funniest people I've ever met. You know, all I do it is... It gives uh, me no pleasure to admit that. But it is true. All I do is... Can I curse on here? Yeah, of course. You Thank can. God. Well, <laughs> all I do is run around talking about how much I love you. Stop. I think you're Same. so funny. Same. So here we are. I sing your praises everywhere I go. Well, look at us. And thank you. <laughs> Who wouldn't? And the checks come on time, don't they? <laughs> and it's paid back and exponentially. I pay. And I pay. <laughs> We've known each other online for a minute now before we got to record together. I want to say it's been 25 years. At least. At least. Minimum. And you haven't aged a bit. And we're both 14, so figure that out. Figure that out. <laughs> Do the math on that. I love being 14. It's different. Same. It's very different. Because at 13, I don't think I knew the world. <laughs> and at 14, I feel like I you became run a woman. it. I became a woman. Yeah. First yeah. blood. First blood. <laughs> She's had her blood. Yeah, obviously I became a woman at 14. <laughs> you took the words out of my mouth. There you go. I'm such a fan. <laughs> Caleb is an extremely hilarious and successful comedian. Oh my How God. How long have you been in, in the stand-up world? Um. Well, God, I started doing comedy when I was, I mean, technically, I guess like 19 or 20. So oh, it's okay. been like it's been like eight years now. Oh, how old are you? 28? I'm 28. Oh my God, I'm turning 28 this year. Oh my God. Bitch. I have so much to tell you. <laughs> Be about what I'm in for? Yeah. In the next three or four... Wait, how long is it? <laughs> you, me not knowing math? Four months. You, four months. My birthday's in September. Well, I don't want you to... I'm going to start by saying I don't want you to be scared. Okay. But you're in for a rude awakening. <laughs> I'm... I, I'm 20, something changed when I turned... When I was like 20 through like... I guess up until I was like 28, really. I, my whole 20s before this, I wanted to be... I don't know. My intentions were so... Something changed on a dime. I was like, I want to be like... I want to be everywhere. I want to be with everyone. I want to be seen. I want to be somebody. <laughs> and now all I want to do is sit on a porch and visit. I feel you. I'm getting like Midwestern ant pilled. It's crazy. <laughs> I feel you so hard. I'm honestly so uh, old mentally. But I, for me, I, I think about it in the sense of like... Sometimes people ask me like, oh, like what's the nightlife like, like where you live? And I was like, there is no nightlife where I live yeah. as it should be. Yeah. I, I, when I hear noise outside past nine, that's coyotes, I'm like, bitch. I'm, I'm writing in the next door app. I'm like, did anyone hear that? Like an old person. Gunshots? Yeah. Question mark. Question mark. 
And they're like, no, that's raccoons in the trash. And I'm like, okay, guys. And I'm like, hey, just so you guys know, I heard something outside. Like, I'm being one of those. Yeah. <laughs> You're on Nextdoor doing the old woman thing. And I that's love one, that. That's one of my favorite apps. Nextdoor. Do you have a Nextdoor? I'm not on there. Girl, you should join it. What's going on? That's on where there? old people go to, to bitch and moan and congregate. Like, you, I just, I can't get enough of it. I literally get alerts. I don't have alerts for any app, but I have them for that. I'm surprised to hear that you're on there because when I hear Nextdoor, I'm not on there. But when I think of it, I think, oh, the app where old white people go to pretend that they're cops. Y- yeah, that's part of it. And but you're 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 policing right along with. I'm them. just in there. You're I'm anonymous. Sheriff. I'm okay. I'm a fly in the wall. I'm just okay. observing. Okay. But I I watch <laughs> I watch them like they like fight like the, they'll like beef with each other on there. Yeah. I watched this one guy go, watch out! Like that was the caption. Have to click on it. Yeah. Click right. Open it up. Little paragraph. He's describing. He's like, there's like a, a vulture flying around. My dude's like 2 p.m. on a Tuesday. Doubt it. Doubt I'm it. Doubtful. But. But I have to stay tuned to find out. So then he's like, don't worry. I attached a picture. The picture taken from, I think a toaster, but from <laughs> at least at least a hundred yards away. It's like this big. It's blurry as hell. Yeah it's like lower than whatever like the iPhone 3 was it's like before it's like early generation it's like a Nokia brick yeah (laughs) Yeah. and someone writes under you can't even tell what that is that's it I'm adding the inflection but that's how I would have read it yeah that was my post yeah then he goes I'm just trying to help and then someone says if you want to help get a better phone not even talking about hear them out hear them out listen he made a valid point i used to when i when i first started out in comedy i joined a bunch of like random facebook groups that had nothing to do with me and i i joined one i found one one time called uh snake owners parentheses nice people only (laughs) and i was like i got to investigate right specific specific so i joined the group and then i scrolled way back to figure out like what is the genesis of this group (laughs) and i found out the truth the (laughs) t which is that there used to be a group just called snake owners And what, was, and what was happening was people were posting their snake and being like, look at my snake. And then people were commenting like, ugly, <laughs> fat, troll. People were being like, fat, ugly, bad markings. <laughs> and so, so they're body shaming your they're snake. They're body shaming the snake. <laughs> and so they're being fat phobic towards the snake. And then, so someone was like, I've had enough. It's time for nice people. And so they started snake owners, nice people only. And then one day the group was going up about Simone Biles. They were like, Simone Biles, Simone Biles. Oh my God. I'm so proud of Simone Biles. And so I'm thinking like Simone Biles did something incredible at the Olympics, another big win for black women. Like I'm thinking she did something for the culture. Greatest athlete of all time. Greatest athlete of all time. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking like, okay, Simone Biles did it again. Yeah. And then I get in the comments and find out she bought a snake. (laughs) And they're like, she's one of us. And they were like huge for representation. And I was like, we need to log out of the snake. We're like, hold on. Hold on. It's gone a little far. It's, yeah, I'm the like, bit's gone a little far. This is too much. <laughs> and they meant it. <laughs> and they meant that. So some, Simone Biles, if you're out there, girl, I hope your snake is okay. <laughs> There's a bunch of people rooting for you. <laughs> and snake owners only, nice people. Nice people. Nice snake owners, nice people only. Only. Uh, I think the only Facebook group I ever joined, well, that I can remember was right out of college I played, um, you know, I'm broke and I don't want to get a regular job. Oh, no. So naturally I turned to cosplaying. That was a joke to my fellow cosplayers. That was a joke. I understand it's for funsies. I did it for money, though. Yeah. So I, Moana, the movie had just come out, so I decided to be Moana because I was like, might as well. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to be stereotyped, I'm going to do it for money. Right. So I got added to like a children's birthday like character group mm. and um it's literally i i, I joined it because i was like oh maybe i'll find like parents who are looking for characters or whatever 
Uh, there's nothing but people trying to sell used party shit in there. I'm like, they're like, hey, I have like three lightly used chairs. And I look and they look like they've been ran over several times. And then they're like, $20 OBO. Yeah. And, and that's it, all it was. I'm like, why am I even in this group? And then some people would be like, I'll give you seven. And he's like, the price says 20. Like, they're just like arguing with each other. It's like Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. But inside a group. Don't put OBO if you don't want BO. <laughs> I'm saying seven's B.O. You said O.B.O. Right. So and I like how it's just seven. hard out the gate. He's like seven. Seven. Take it or leave it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm, I was trying to buy a couch on uh, OfferUp. Yeah. Because like rich people in Beverly Hills will put up their cou- their really nice couches for like, m- they'll put up for like 800 bucks a $7,000 couch. That's They're like, crazy. I just want it out of the pool house, you know? <laughs> and this woman had a couch on there. It was a very nice couch. I knew the brand and it was like, she had it for 800 and I messaged nice. her and I was like, hey, I'll give you 600 for it. I'll come pick it up today. Yeah. And she and this is when I had moved into a new place. And she messaged me back and she was like, hi, so incredibly offensive. <laughs> this couch is worth blah, blah, blah. And I only ha- it's only been up for three weeks. So like, obviously, I'm going to hold firm on the price. And I was like, oh, okay. I don't know. What to, it's 90210 is the zip code, bitch. So if you, need, <laughs> if you need $200 on the couch, you need to talk to someone other than me. I don't know. <laughs> Like, yeah, I think you have a bigger problem. Yeah, I'm like, uh, just give me the couch for six hundred. Obviously, I'm like a struggling artist. What are you hard for the two hundred dollars? <laughs> yeah. you need that money. Oh, it's in the pool house. <laughs> yeah. You're good. Light we used. I. She's like, I just don't like it anymore. <laughs> Truly, yeah. there's nothing wrong with it. It just says, I just don't like it anymore. I love rich people. <laughs> I think everything they do is iconic. I love the way they behave. At the end of the day, it's some. It's almost always camp. When they do things like that. Rich people are always (laughs) because they're just so fun. Like I love and rich people also don't know why we hate them. So they'll just be like, they'll be like, well, if we pay the workers what they're worth, we won't make as much money. And they'll just say that kind of shit out loud. (laughs) Like they say live television. (laughs) And I love it. I'm like, that's hilarious. You really belong in jail. You're so funny. (laughs) You're like actually a criminal. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. If I ever come to power, you're dead. I love how they (laughs) Yeah, they just don't care. They're like, at this point, like there are some celebrities that I'm like, if I could reach that level of delusion, I think I'd need to be in a hospital. I would hospitalize you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm 5150 me. That's okay. I'm keeping watch. It's kind of like like how, um, well, maybe I'll see if I want to keep this in, but um, it's kind of like how J-Lo is like universally hated on the internet. Why is that? But according to her, not at all. Nobody hates her. (laughs) And you know what? That's camp. Like, okay. Yeah. Work, bitch. I mean, well, in a similar I vein, know why everybody hates you, but you don't. You and don't. You're really the only person that should know. So I guess. Here we are. PEMDAS cancels out, I guess. PEMDAS, and then you carry the one, and it's I'm universally loved. <laughs> She's like, well, what if I just didn't choose to believe that? Yeah. This is how I cured my depression, by the way. This is, a, this is a very similar thing. I was so depressed when I was in my early 20s. I couldn't, you know, I was like, oh, I want to die. I want to die. I was so depressed. Mm. You guys know how depression is. Um, and if you're out there and you're struggling, I don't know what to tell you, but I'll tell you what, <laughs> I'll tell you what worked for me. And that's every time I hear something that depresses me, I just go, oh, that's not true. Like when someone brings up climate change, I go, the climate's fine. And I, it really works. Gaslight. Gaslight myself. Gaslight yourself. Every day. I hear I've, something depressing and I go, that's incorrect. That is, I simply choose not to accept that. I'm happy as a clam. <laughs> Just lie. Um, please lie. At the to end yourself. of the day, I love to lie. Delusion. Yeah. <laughs> when we went to uh, Coachella this year, uh, my boyfriend's brother came with us, and he's um, visiting. Like he doesn't live here, so he was like super fired up. He's never been to Coachella, and we took him, and uh, we walked past somebody, and someone was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like to him, and they were like, "Are you?" Um, they asked him, "Are you Joe Burrow?" 
And then he goes, no. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, you look like him. And then they're just looking at each other. And then he goes, well, I'm not. So. so. And he was like, okay. Like, he was super like, Ugh, and like walked off. And then uh, one of our friends, like one of Brittany's friends, Katie, she like took a picture of like him like Billy's brother like kind of like the corner of his face mm. and then she was like oh my god guys Joe Burrow's standing next to me <laughs> like in VIP <laughs> and all these people were like oh my god no way she goes I just love to lie yeah <laughs> it's great I love to lie lying is great because it helps to propagate my worldview <laughs> there you go you know so I say I just lie about things like I'll be like oh <laughs> they did a scientific study that fat guys are better lovers you know I'll just say things like this and who's to say it's not true by the Who's way, exactly correct. Also, you you brought up your boyfriend, and yeah. I wonder. I want to. I wonder. <laughs> do your fans know when you hang out with Drew, you're just gonna walk into a room with like seven of the sexiest people you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. The the boyfriend, the sister, the mom. Yeah. It really is My like dad. Drew's family. I. It really is like you walk in the hairstylist. You're, he's your <laughs> Adam, cousin. Adam, Adam. Yeah. You just walk in the room and you're like, well, I better be getting laid. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in here is gorgeous. One of these bitches is going to fuck me. Drew's beat to death. Yeah. You know, it's just like everyone in here is sexy and I walk in in like a, a stained Carhartt t-shirt <laughs> and I'm <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, who let me in? Security should take me out of here. <laughs> I'm going to 5150 you. 5150 At that babe. part. Yeah. <laughs> I know sometimes when people meet my boyfriend and I, um, they don't realize because you're really tall. Mm. Caleb's super tall. And I like every time they see us, they're like, I thought you were like kidding about being tall and i was like i may tell a joke but i never tell a lie unless i lie then that's me lying and then i'm lying and yeah. then i'm lying <laughs> <laughs> and then in that case i am lying it's all jokes and truths until i lie <laughs> and then it's a lie and write that down <laughs> and, and i've always said bank. that and i've and i've been saying i've that. been saying that for like years i want to say since like the 90s yeah i've <laughs> yeah. been saying that it's all truths and jokes until it's lies and then i'm lying <laughs> I was just talking about this um, on my podcast with my sister, but I did like some work stuff and I was working with another man and he's, he's probably just barely shorter than me. Like he's probably like five ten, five eleven, cause mm. I'm six feet tall. And so when we're being, we're being filmed like for like commercial type stuff. And so they want us to be kind of the same height. And so when I was, I was getting styled for it and I was like, just, so you guys know I'm tall. So like if that, matters optics wise like you might want to give me a a flat shoe or something and they're like yeah 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 no for sure and then they didn't give me a flat shoe they gave me like heels like heeled boots that are kind of tall so I, I end up being like six two six three and then when I got there to the shoot they were like oh you went like tall and I was like <laughs> yeah yeah so they had to have someone go and buy me a, a flatter pair of shoes yeah like I was wearing like eighth grade promotion heels bitch like you know those like not those half a quarter they had you in the church lady inch. shoes yeah mm -hmm. a church the yeah kittens. easter sunday yeah he has risen type shoes yeah yeah that's what i had on because i was so tall that it just it we look like twins they like had the movie to, twins they had to put you in the how great is our god 11 and the oceans 12 by the way <laughs> that's the name of that song right oceans you know that song oceans well What's the name of that song? They always play it at like Hillsong. Is it Oceans? Look it up. I'm thinking of, you know what I'm thinking of? Hmm. The Chance, the rapper song where it goes, How great is our God? You know, and Dram is on it? No. Well, obviously, this is embarrassing and has to be cut. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you know, obviously, I'd rather song. die than keep talking about that. <laughs> I've uh, been watching Chance the Rapper a lot on The Voice. 
Do you I, watch The Voice? No. I don't watch a lot of TV. I did not know he was on The Voice. Yeah, he was on The Voice this season. I like him. I think I'm the only person who's been watching this season, but it's great. Yeah. It's just me by myself. It's you alone. Yeah, I'm doing promo alive. for them and they haven't hired me. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I lived in Chicago right after Acid Rap came out. Oh, I love Acid Rap. So man, great. I had it man. on SoundCloud because I was um, too much of a brokey to have a Spotify. Now I have a Spotify. Congratulations. Oh my God, thank you so much. That's huge. <laughs> I really love Spotify. Me too. <laughs> you they're, and me both. They're doing incredibly good work. <laughs> Far superior to other music carriers. <laughs> but you know what we don't like? Fat phobia. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay so okay hold on wait hold on really quickly because my sister actually reminded me before we move on i have two things i want to say to you first one the first tiktok i ever saw of you that made me laugh so hard i I peed a little bit Mm. uh was when you were saying how people always comment on your weight yeah but they're like what you you said in the video what you need to remember is that my life is better than yours period and it always will be period yeah i i could gain I could lose weight. I could gain more weight and I would still be infinitely happier than you. Bitch, I could go Brendan (laughs) Fraser in the whale mode. I could be, I could be scooting myself around with a little thing and you would still not have the life I have. (laughs) Believe that. Believe it. Men on the internet. Come on. This is the, this is the thing about men on the internet who want to report to me that I'm fat. Yeah. They like to tell me that I'm fat. First of all, duh. It's like my whole career. (laughs) I own a house because of it, bitch. Like, (laughs) That's point number one. And believe that. And bitch. believe that. <laughs> and number two, they love to do it. They love to tell you like they're just reporting the news. You know what I mean? Like it's like I'm just. This is just the facts. And it's like, okay. So then when I talk about the fact that you wish you were a comedian, which I am, and you don't even make the people at your part time job laugh, <laughs> then we don't care about journalistic integrity anymore. No. Then all of us. All of a sudden, the truth telling is off the table. <laughs> yeah, <I am laughs> Well, so what happened mean. there? Then yeah. it's just mean. Well, then it's hateful. Yeah. <laughs> I can't bring up that you're 5'4". Yeah. Now I'm in trouble. You're telling me, bitch. So what's... Uh, yeah, I just... That's why I love your stuff so much is because... Yeah. Well, I love you for a lot of reasons. And <laughs> one of... I mean, your content is obviously so specifically delightful to people who have ever had to deal with these kind of dudes. Mm-hmm. But also, like... I mean, you know, we don't have to go super far into it because I don't want to get us off topic. But the Maybe thing I love fine. about you is that you treat these guys the way that they treat us. Yeah. And also I think you convinced or like taught a lot of people on the internet that like there are people out there like us who are women and queer people and people of color and we exist in bodies that are not size zeros and we're not losers. Yeah. The, the portrayal in the media of people who are not thin as losers. Yeah. There is not a single part of my life that you could look at and go, loser yeah you know what I mean? but these Same guys bitch. would love for you to believe it yeah they do it's like the you speaking of gaslight like that's like the biggest gaslight ever is them convincing that uh, like the world are trying to convince people that they'll never truly be happy unless their body looks a certain way yeah which i'm like i don't have time to be looking at this body man too busy collecting a check off that back knee filled back bitch <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something i'm busy I don't have time. Your back's looking like the surface of Mars and you want to talk to me. <laughs> and you want to talk to me about looks. You want to talk to me about being fat. <laughs> also, I the the number of those kind of guys who come to me and, and act like I don't get laid. That's crazy. First of all, I <laughs> your friend. Let's start there. Ask him. Your best friend? Go ahead and ask him. He's DL on Grinder, and we've been together. Okay? And That's we're number going one. Steady, we're bitch. going steady. He, he pinned me. We're going to the sock hop. <laughs> me and him, we're an item. 
We go together. I wear in his Letterman's jacket. I wear his bitch. Letterman's jacket. Yeah. Okay? I ride on the back of his bicycle like this. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little helmet on. I'm, your face facing this I'm way. I'm holding his waist, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he writes love songs about me. <laughs> And you write love songs about him because that's the other secret is these guys are all in love with their friends. Girl. They hate women. They really do. They hate women. They absolutely do. I talked about this with uh, Bob the drag queen, but I saw these two horrible men, like horrible, 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 talking about um, how disgusting they thought it was to like um, eat pussy. Like they, they, oh, I love when they These are that. two allegedly straight men. Yeah. Really homophobic men transphobic and then they're like so disgusting like vaginas are so gross yuck and then they're like second dick that's different not that i would know yeah not from experience (laughs) yeah i'm just assuming yeah because i'm straight it's every day with these straight guys being like i hate eating pussy but for a thousand dollars would i suck a dick it's like no one asked (laughs) you're inventing scenarios for a grand now i know things are tough (laughs) <laughs> I said for a grand. For a grand? No, I know it's not looking zero, good. At least, babe. Negotiate. Uh, please. Love yourself. No, not a thousand dollars. After taxes? <laughs> By the time you pay the team net? and the taxes? A thousand dollars net? But there's no team, is there? <laughs> but there's no team, is there? <laughs> With that guy, that someone retweeted it and said, I'm being so serious. This is not a joke. Have either of y'all ever thought about actually sucking a dick for real? Yeah. I think you'd be into it. It's a good time. I love saying. sucking dick. I, if I have a free minute, I'm you know. <laughs> if, if I've got a break in my day, I look at my schedule. So I'm not even kidding. But yeah. sometimes I'll have a day and I'll have two hours in the afternoon, and I'll go. We should find a dick to suck. <laughs> Why not? I could on the way home. Giving and getting head. You said I could. I could get my steps in. Give my head. By the way, on the way to the next place, and I'll make my next business meeting. <laughs> I'll I'm, be on Zoom from the from Five the, from the jet to the truck to the hotel lobby <laughs> to the boardroom to giving head. Yeah. You know, busy day. It's a business lady's lifestyle and prerogative. <laughs> and that's the true definition of a girl boss. The true definition of a girl boss. Yeah. I'm hesitant to say that giving head is the definition of a girl boss. I think <laughs> that might be more your lane. It's, yeah. I think true. I should probably stay over here. I feel you. But I think, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Captain Morgan Sliced. In fruit and life, there's no juice without the slice. It's what freed the pineapple from the rind and turned your old jeans into cute jorts. Introducing Captain Morgan Sliced, four cocktail-inspired, ready-to-drink flavors. Pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan & Co., Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus only. This episode is brought to you by Rockstar Energy Drink. We're all guilty of spacing out from time to time and Rockstar totally gets that, which is why they've released the all new Rockstar Focus, made with lion's mane and 200 milligrams of caffeine for an energy and mental boost. Plus it's available in three delicious zero sugar flavors. My favorite being the white peach, babe. Visit rockstarenergy.com to learn more. At least 75 milligrams of caffeine has been shown to help improve attention. I think men are so easy. It's like ridiculously easy to give head anyways. It's hard to give head to women because you have to be good at it. Yeah. You give, I, I could just like stare at a dick long enough and it would ejaculate. Yeah. If I just like really. I've come a couple times since like we've been mind in Like mind powers. Yeah, I'm, I'm just being in, just, I mean, it's go. so easy for us. There you go. And it's not like that for people with vaginas. <laughs> it's different. It's really not. It's, it's a harder. whole system. It's a skill. That's why I'm gay. I, I tried, I tried. That's why you chose to be gay. I chose to be gay, which people do. <laughs> and it is, a, here's the thing. 
it, you can choose to be gay and it is a sin. And <laughs> you know, it's just easier this way. Wait, I thought of the other thing that I wanted to ask and tell you I saw about you was your post when you were in the new Jurassic Park movie mm-hmm. and how they they were interviewing you and they cut from you to watch was it Terry Crews mm-hmm. get out of the car. Yeah, and he wasn't even dressed up. And he wasn't even in the movie. He wasn't in the movie. <laughs> he wasn't in the movie. He wasn't dressed up. Now, by the way, this is my first red carpet. I'm in Jurassic World, bitch. And you can write that like, down as well. Like literally in the movie. Like in the actually. Movie. Yeah. Now, is it for 35 seconds? That's nobody's business. <laughs> but the point is. But you got that SAG card, bitch. But I got the SAG card. And that's all that matters. And I, I am being interviewed about the movie. Yeah. And, uh, you know, doing Jurassic was so fun because I'm the director is a friend of mine. And he let me like name my character and rewrite the scene with so him. Cool. And like really got to work on it in a super cool way. So I'm excited yeah. to be on the carpet talking about yeah. it. And they're, of course, bringing up POV videos, which I don't like being on the internet. I'm not really even on there that much anymore yeah. personally. But yeah. they're bringing up the POV videos and I'm being a good sport about it. And then immediately I watch the video back after I get home that night. And it's like they put me... <laughs> They put me in a small corner in the bottom being like, yeah, so the new Jurassic movie is like, it's really powerful. And then it's Terry Crews getting out of a car. He's not excited to be there. He's, he's not dressed up. He's wearing jeans and a t-shirt, bitch. And he's not in the movie. He wasn't even looking at the camera. No. And then they were like, Terry Crews just got here. They're like announcing him walking. I'm in a suit and tie. Do you know how embarrassing? And so I guess there, I said earlier, there's no point in my life you could point to and go loser. A lie. When, when they cut to Terry Crews, a lie. That was... Again, a lie. It's all everything I say is the truth until I tell a lie, until and then I'm, I'm lying. lying. Yeah, that was your very first carpet for like a movie you were in. Obviously. That was my first carpet. I had been in things before that. I had been yeah. in a couple of TV shows and stuff, but that was my first film premiere. Oh, cool. Yeah, my very. I was just literally on the way down here. I was uh, talking about how my very first uh, movie premiere I ever walked was for the movie Ambulance. <laughs> Don't know if anyone saw it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of it. I saw it. It's a Michael Bay movie. Oh, okay. It's based on a true story. It's basically like two two guys are like down on their luck. They need money. They commit a robbery and then they hijack an ambulance and it has someone in there that got shot mm. and they're like hijacking it and there's a nurse in there and she's trying to keep him alive and like supposed to be like a, what do you call it? Suspenseful? Yeah. Tale as old as time. <laughs> Who, you I, know every, when that happens. Every time I've ever been down on money, I've said, I see an ambulance and I go, I might. <laughs> I might hijack Don't that tempt bitch. Me. Yeah. Don't tempt me. I might take that and do something with a nurse. <laughs> it's nice to have a safety net. Yeah. That's my safety net. It's just good to know. Yeah. It's like if everything went wrong, I could always hijack an ambulance. I'll just turn into Jake Gyllenhaal and I'll just rob a bank. Oh, if I was Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> the, the You'd be way, wreaking havoc on the world. It wouldn't be robbery. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I wouldn't be. The only thing I'd be stealing is hearts. <laughs> if I was Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm actually going to cry because... <laughs> There's a picture of him that's so hot. Do you know the pic? Did you see Southpaw? Is that what the picture's from? People no, like I don't even know what that is. Was he in that? <laughs> Some Jake Gyllenhaal fan. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm a fan of is hot guys. I feel you. And I like to see him on the streets. I feel you. I like to see him in out the walking wild. around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's so hot. I mean, hot guys... As long as they don't speak, it's it can be so perfect. Yeah. It's once they open that gob. They that start to like, talk. And you go, huh. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 well, I went to I went to ambulance and I was really nervous because it was like my first like real red carpet premiere. Mm. And um I took my boyfriend 
And when I go up, like my publicist, like she couldn't come with me. So like they gave me a random person there and she's like, she pulls out, you know, they, they hold like those little cards with their names on them. Mm. Um, hers was like maybe this big. Don't know how anyone's supposed to see that, but that's okay. <laughs> it looked like she pulled like a receipt out of her purse and like wrote it down really quick and then was like, here it is. So she's holding it like this. She didn't, <laughs> so she didn't tell me not to hold my bag or take off my jacket. So I'm just like full like fully excess i don't know shit about carpet so i'm just walking and she's going like this and she's going oh no oh i guess they don't want any no oh i guess they don't want any like she and she's saying it out loud hey i don't need the updates yeah i can see them <laughs> yeah. go yeah they're i like, don't need it yeah. Along. yeah. <laughs> and so we get and then finally someone she's like oh these people want one like yeah take pictures so i'm like standing there smiling they take like maybe a couple yeah then everyone starts getting like like ooh, ooh. like everyone starts setting up everyone starts flashing and i'm like period right like i'm like okay well now you bitches are awake no um turn i turn around and jason momoa was next to me yeah and then they're like move bitch get out of the way hey hey move (laughs) move they're like like, what was her name again (laughs) drew can you move (laughs) i can't read your sign but whatever it says move you're beautiful do it over there so if i ever meet him i'm gonna tell him i have beef with jason momoa for two reasons the first is aquaman um ruined my life for a couple years because he bears a passing resemblance to my boyfriend when that movie came out white people couldn't be stopped no everywhere my boyfriend went they were like you know who you look like they were literally like can i take a picture with you and they know that's not him yeah they know yeah he's in a 24-hour fitness yeah like that's he, not him babe. it's not jason momoa no and they're like i still want a picture though and he was like oh, okay and my boyfriend hates attention so yeah. he was taking pictures all the time then i thought okay i can make this into a bit so when they come up and they're like you know who you look you look just like jason momoa i go oh my god i get that all the time like i just interrupt <laughs> and then <laughs> every time i said that nobody left I would laugh. Not one person left. I would laugh. I said, damn, swing and a miss. Also, here's what I would like to say to white people. And the list is long, <laughs> but I'll keep it short. First of all, hello, it's me, your fellow white. Uh, when you find yourself wanting to say, do you know who you look like to a person of color? Bottle it. Maybe. Keep it in. Don't. Because it's not going to do what you think it's going to do. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. Never. You're going to be wrong. Years. Or yeah. you're going to be right. And it's going to be like, they know. And it's like, either way. <laughs> You just as a white person can you just as a white person can mind your own business. <laughs> they used to tell my boyfriend he looked like Maui from Moana, which is like so far from the truth it's not even funny. Yeah. And I was like, well no then I got mad with that one. I started being like, he doesn't, he's just a big brown guy and you've never seen a big brown guy. It's all right, you can say it. Correct. It's all right. White people, we really have to <laughs> Y'all Lock it up. the brand is in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been the for a while. Yeah, your yeah. PR team's working overtime, girl. Uh, days and nights, <laughs> days and nights. Adderall and Red Bull. <laughs> they can't get off the phones, and <laughs> it's like all we have to do is shut up or speak about what you know. Like yeah. you're, you're, I'll, I'll talk about being fat and gay all day long. <laughs> but when it when it comes time to talk about issues that affect black people, watch me. <laughs> That's it. Taking notes. That's it. Learning. I'm learning while well, I'm doing the work. Mm-hmm. And I'm, 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 that's it. <laughs> I'm doing the work. That's pretty much it. I'm the, yeah, I'm the best white person there's out, that's out there. <laughs> but the one thing that you and I have a lot in common is 
fat phobia in the sense of being it being used against us. We're perpetuating it all the time. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me and you are going out and yelling at fat people all the time. <laughs> Wait, wasn't your um your tour was called glorifying obesity or something? Glorifying obesity yeah. tour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to do like 20 more cities for that. Do they do they um tell you that on your socials and stuff that you're glorifying glorifying obesity? I've heard that. But. Oh, people love to tell me I'm glorifying obesity. And I just that argument never makes sense to me. It it does. It does it's, to me. I go I go, yeah, I get I mean, I guess it is it to me it is not as big of an insult as they think it is. Because yeah. they go, You're glorifying obesity and I go, So you wanna be me. <laughs> I'm glorifying something. You wanna be you're saying you're making me so mad. I make it look good. Yeah. Like well, I don't understand like what is even the I'm glorifying obesity, okay, then then gain some weight. <laughs> if I'm making it look so glorious, then gain catch some weight. up, I catch guess. Up. You're behind. I don't know. On everything. <laughs> Mostly rent, but a lot of other things as well. But mostly back taxes. I mean, yeah, you you owe the IRS before you talk to me, and then you owe me some weight. Yeah, yeah people. The glorifying obesity thing is so funny to me. I mean, all of it is so funny to me. Yeah, because I go, I'm good. Same. Same. I'm good. I, I get people asking me a lot, like, you know, how do you deal with people like calling, especially comments about weight. Like, they're like, how do you not let that bother you? And I was like, it just doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't bother me when people comment on my weight because I'm just so rich, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's I don't know, it's spacious in the bill. Yeah, yeah, what can I say? In the sprinter it doesn't really matter. Yeah, the sprinter, yeah they they load me in there. <laughs> they I'm they dangle kidding. food in front of me and I walk right on. <laughs> I just roll myself up there. <laughs> yeah. I just I tell them I'm like, because nine times out of ten the men saying that to me are such fuggos so like it doesn't when ugly people try to tell me things i'm like mm. whatever it is you said i'm not listening to it yeah i didn't absorb one thing you said it does i mean i will say look does it do i take it to heart ever no mm-hmm. but i think there is like a there the times that it gets me sad it does make me deeply sad sometimes and the times that it makes me sad all bits aside is like mm-hmm. i get sad thinking about the sheer volume of it and the sheer like because when you're on the internet this is why yeah. i don't really do the internet much anymore is like yeah not that i uh that the comments upset me but that i'm just like i don't really want to participate in this volume of people uh taking my ideas in any type of way yeah i feel you i'm kind of I, that makes me uncomfortable but the the volume of it i go oh there's so many sad people out there yeah and what starts to make what starts to make me sad is not that they think I'm fat or unattractive or whatever. It's like, I don't care. You're not my target audience for yeah. anything, for comedy, for sex, yeah. for friendship, <laughs> for, for <laughs> anything. Anything at all. But what makes me sad is that you walk around the world being so upset and hurt and replaying mm-hmm. that trauma on everyone that you come across. Yeah. That you're just making the world a worse place. Yeah. And also that you are hurting the feelings of people who aren't me. Yeah, exactly. Because there are people who you're saying that to in your life that are not confident or doing well mm-hmm. or enjoying like it, it which is really why does. they ask too yeah like, i think because they're they're like if that were me i wouldn't be able to handle that which is fair and valid i don't think many people could to be honest i i tell people ever since i started doing this i'm like this is not for everyone like specifically not just like being in the industry of entertainment as a whole but like being like a social media person is like first is not for everyone it's not everyone's uh cup of tea it's not what everyone could handle um because it's a lot and that's why i tell people 
that well first off with with the fat comments like fat's not a bad word which Mm -hmm. i've told people many times i'm like it's uh an adjective and nothing more it's not there's no um negative connotation to it to me so it doesn't hurt me like i took all the power away from it because i understand in unlearning my own fat phobia that it's not a bad thing to be fat like and i saw them and the the tea at the end of the day with men who say shit like that is like they've been taught their whole lives to hate themselves if they look a certain way and then they see people who look that way or look any a much different way living their lives and they're healthy and happy and in love and successful and that drives them crazy because they're like i've been taught to hate myself this whole time i kill myself in the gym or whatever that it is they do to look a certain way and i'm still deeply unhappy and this person doesn't do that and they're happier than me and I know that's the truth because yeah. I process through my own version of it. Yeah. Like as a fat person, you have to process your own fat phobia mm-hmm. and your own. I've, when I was, when I was 17, 18 and like, you know, trying to lose weight all the time and going on all these diets and, and not feeling confident and hating yeah. who I was and not feeling like I would ever be attractive or sexy, which was the unattractive and unsexy thing about me at the time, by the yeah. way, yeah. the, the thought that I couldn't be. Yeah. When I was in that space, I would look at other fat people who weren't feeling the way I was feeling and go, Oh, you're like, I would be repulsed by that yeah and i because I, because of internalized fat phobia i would be like yeah. ew the fact that you don't hate the way we are is like you're not you're not as smart as i am you don't see what i see yeah so the work that i have put in to undo those things in myself that have been given to me by a an extremely racist and classist and f-ed up misogynistic fat phobic society yeah the that undoing work only makes me more certain that that's what's going on with the people who are still there yeah absolutely you know and Period. it's like the, it comes from so many different places, but like everything in our society, fat phobia comes from racism. Yep. It's like, it comes from racism. It comes from white people seeing literal slaves with curvy bodies that were different, that Mm -hmm. were from different continents and going, Oh, that's disgusting because those people aren't human. Yeah. It comes from the dehumanization of people of color. Yeah. And so it, me up even more when I see when I see white people participating in any bad behavior I go right yeah that's what white people do it's it's the white prerogative yeah because of white supremacy yeah when I see non-white people engaging in it when I see non-white people engaging in those things I go oh you you can't know <laughs> you can't yeah. know where this comes from yeah no you absolutely. must not be knowledgeable well absolutely and I've and I've even had conversations like that before on my TikTok like the few times that I'm like not being like, uh, suck my wiener. Um, and I'm like actually trying to like, like make valid points. Like those are the videos I get. You're actually kind of smart. And I'm like, well, just cause I tell people to eat my ass doesn't mean that I'm not smart, but that's besides the point. Um, I've had conversations about how everything is tied together at the end of the day, like white supremacy, racism, misogyny, homophobia, transphobia, all of that. Every single hateful thing that happens in society can be traced back to the very earliest forms of bigotry at the very like inception of this country and this government, like the world in general. Uh, And the few times I have said that they're like, why do you always bring up race? And I'm like, because it fucking matters. It plays a huge role. And I've talked about how with me and my content, like how if I looked a different way, like the things that I say would be received a lot differently than they are because of what I look like and how I'm built and everything. And they're always like, that's not true. You're just hateful. And I was like, well, that's not entirely true. Cause I've had uh, a white girl in the past. She's like stolen a lot of my jokes. I had to block her. It was like a year and a half ago, but she like literally was saying the exact same insults, like verbatim, my jokes, my laughs, like literally everything. She just like did it. Like she just copy and pasted my video into her own oh, yeah. way. And, um, 
every man in there was super supportive. They were like, hey, you know what? Tough but fair. Hey. Yeah. I love a good razz. She got him. At the end of the day, I love a joke. Yeah. I, it, you know what? You got to learn to laugh at yourself. And for some reason, that courtesy is never extended towards me. <laughs> so, and I was like, that's literally, honestly, when that happened, that made me so angry. But at the same time, it made me feel good because it validated me. Like, it validated, it proved me right. And I'm a Virgo and I love to be right. Yeah. So. This, also, this, <laughs> this, what you're talking about, uh, this, like, this, the, the, the theft of not only content and jokes, which is yeah. the, the theft of writing, yeah. but also the theft of persona and personality and cadence and yeah. style is a huge problem with the internet yeah. because the internet traffics in Twitter trafficked in a certain version of it. And TikTok has taken it to a whole another level, but the internet exists in memes and virality. Yeah. And those are things that can only be virality is a little different, but memes inherently uh, require existing uh, source material mm-hmm. and shared knowledge. Yeah. And so this problem with the internet that I have a lot of times in terms of comedy is that so much of it's whack and horrible. Yeah. And the reason that comedy on the internet is so often whack and horrible is because it's almost impossible at times to like build a following or go viral with original content. Yeah. Because, well, a lot of people lack originality. Of course, that's like an original sin of it. But then like also the internet, like so much of, of TikTok specifically is like formats and trends and yeah. dances and like things that already exist. It's just your take on the source material. Yeah. And there are but people who do it creatively. New. Yeah. It's not new. Yeah. Except for your stuff. Oh, and you, you created a, a whole lane on that app that really is one of the only things that makes that app worth it for me. Oh, thank you. And you created that lane because I think, and I've been telling you to do stand up. Yeah. And, and if they leave this in, I want Drew's fans to tell her to do stand up because <laughs> she's a stand up. Like she's literally a stand up comedian. <laughs> Just go do the thing, yeah. please. But, yeah. but I think the the best, my, in my opinion, the best comedi- comedians in the world are the best communicators. Mm-hmm. And the best communicators, a lot of times people think, oh, that's because they're the best speakers. But I think actually it's because they're the best listeners. Yeah. And I think the thing that's brilliant about what you do and why people have latched onto it so much is not just the obvious stuff. Like we like seeing men put in their place. Yeah. That's like the network exec version of yeah. it. That's the simplest thing. Yeah. What's really going on is that you are listening better than a lot of people to what these guys are actually saying. Mm-hmm. Cause what they're saying is you're fat, you're ugly, you're glorifying obesity, you're uh, you're Shamu, whatever the fuck <laughs> they're saying to us. Yeah. But the, if you are listening and not just hearing what's really going on is the fact that you went out of your way to say that to me mm-hmm. on my page right here, when I'm taking down someone who is actively being hateful and awful mm-hmm. is that you want to keep me in my place. Yeah. And that there's a, there's a different thing going on with the levels of power of that. Yeah. That's listening. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why you're brilliant. Tea, bitch. And if this gets cut, I will kill myself. Because <laughs> it was a nice compliment. <laughs> no, that's for sure staying in. No, that's staying I'm in. Keeping that in the Keep final. that in. <laughs> Thank you. I think, I think too, like, um, I've talked about how when they're like, I wish you would go about it a different way. I wish you would be, you know what I mean, nice or whatever. First of all, I'm like, no real change in this world has ever been brought about by being nice. That's one especially when you're talking about oppression and i was like but too like men like this especially they don't even really care about what it is i said i mean yeah they do care to some extent but the bigger like problem and issue they have is that i don't care what they said yeah like what they said didn't affect me literally at all um but what i said affected them and they they can't comprehend like when they say like i would never someone like you and then i go same (laughs) and then they're like what is that supposed to mean? Why would you say that to me? 
What? Yeah, they're like, I can't. I don't want to you, but I can't believe you don't want me to you. Yeah. It's like an entitlement that they have to women. Yeah. So that's what I was like. It's an entitlement to your feelings, your emotions, your thoughts, like everything about you. They feel entitled to even who you're attracted to. They're like, I'm never going to be attracted to you, but you have to be attracted to me because I'm a man. Yeah. Wrong. By the way, <laughs> wrong, incorrect, wrong. untrue. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 I don't like the way you go about it thing is like yeah. so counterproductive. It's like, why don't you just latch on to the fact and connect with me on the fact that we both want the same thing, which is yeah. if, if you're truly, if your only issue with me is that you don't like the way I go about something, then let's just agree that we both want the same end goal and be happy because it takes all kinds. Yeah. One person who I think is exhibiting like such grace in an, a situation I can't even imagine is Dylan Mulvaney. Mm -hmm. The way that Dylan processes the level of hate that she receives for yeah. absolutely nothing from transphobes yeah. who don't deserve to breathe oxygen. <laughs> yes, period. The way she handles that with grace and kindness and love, I think is so inspiring. Number one. And number two, it will never be me. Yeah. I am never going to process someone coming Same. at me with that kind of hatred with kindness. Same. I'm going to you up because <laughs> i i don't relate to that same i just don't want to same and so it's like i respect that and i love it and i have so much admiration for it same but if you want to point out that i'm fat on my page i'm going to point out that you work at a gas station you know what i mean <laughs> and it is what it is and it is what it is let's just call it even and there's nothing wrong with that we there all are... we both did our best <laughs> we did to today we both showed up <laughs> <laughs> you clocked in and i to clocked work. in yeah. <laughs> and we and did we what fun. we had to do at the end of the day we had fun and we're still good friends i hope <laughs> I hope we can still say friends after this. I hope every man who's ever insulted me, I hope you know that I love you. <laughs> and I'm I showing don't. you tough love. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, and I'll make sure you know that. And that's what I, and when I had Dylan on this show, we, we talked about that too, where we, we talked about how like, she's kind of like my tether. Yeah. She's like the, my, the good version of me. <laughs> when they extracted good and bad DNA, I'm the bad one and she's the good one. Yeah. Cause we like handle hate in very different ways. But that's why I've told people before when they said like, I would never handle it that way. Then don't, I'm not telling you how to handle bigotry. Yeah. I'm showing you how I handle it. Yeah. So how I do it is not up to you, but if you feel entitled to that white supremacy, also, that's <laughs> by the way, and also that's an extremely fun hypothetical you've created. Yes. When you have eight million followers and the level of and you're processing the level of hate that Drew is processing, <laughs> give me a call. Let me know. Give me a call. And I and I've even said too, like at that point, it's like okay, then it, you have so much to say and so much critique about how I choose to do it. And what are you doing besides critiquing me? Yeah, that's why I was like, you guys aren't even in the game, but you want to tell me from the stands how to play. Right, that makes no sense so that's why i'm like why don't you get in here and do something about it then if you feel like you have a much better more efficient and not harmful way of handling it by all means go handle him do it lace up the gloves <laughs> they're like well see i i don't want to make content like that oh then shut the up how about that <laughs> cool glad we're on the same page i have a question for you sure do you ever have a desire to obviously like I hope not in some ways because I'm a fan, but do you ever have a desire to just like shut the phone off, delete the accounts, go off the grid, be done with it? Like when you, does it ever get you to a place where you're like, I'm actually good on all this? Um, sometimes. Yeah. I think I'd be lying if I said no. Yeah. Um, I think my goal ultimately is to like move into really serious forms of media. The show, the show's one of them. 
Um, my book is another one. I, I want to get into like TV and movies. I want to try stand up, even though that scares me. I really want to try stand up. I'm like not afraid to go into a movie, but I am afraid to do stand up. People are terrified. Like, it's uniquely terrifying. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. But I'm, I just have such admiration for stand up comedians. I just I love stand up comedy. I always have. So that's why I'm like, I don't want to find out the hard way that I'm not good at that. <laughs> I'd rather live in ignorance for my whole life than find out I'm Think not good. I might be good at that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I could. I could. Maybe. And I'm not going to find out I'm not. <laughs> no, I will not. I, I will that's not so relatable. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think in those ways, like, I, I think that's why I've tried to prep my audience to, like, as I get more and more busy or move into other projects, like, you guys don't always need me to do this. Like, I feel like I've given you enough tools at this point and you guys are more than capable of doing it without me. You guys did it before. I'm sure you'll do it after. So that's kind of the only time I think to myself, like, that would be really nice if I didn't have to <laughs> make fun of terrible men all the time. Yeah. it's And it's mostly, too, when I see, even, like, there was, like, a period last year, like, a, every two to four weeks, new white guy comes on TikTok.com, downloads it, finds me, goes, like, I think I have a really unique take on this bitch. And they're like she's fat she's ugly and she's so mean which believe it or not i can't even tell you how many videos white men have made about me like that <laughs> saying that exact thing and um when it was like a point in time where i was constantly having it like i had a new guy every other day like making a thousand videos about me tagging me getting hundreds of thousands of comments a day telling me what a horrible person i was like talking about my looks like blah 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 in those times, I was like, damn, this, like, is exhausting. Having to, like, fight a million little men all at once. <laughs> like, it's exhausting <laughs> having to do it. And having to, like, defend your character all the time from people who don't know you and also are, like, misogynistic is just insane. I'm like, why am I arguing with a bigot? I'm not going to. Like, It's bad faith, too. Yeah. That's the other thing is it's not just arguing. It's arguing with people who are dead set like committed committed on misunderstanding you yeah and the the other thing about it the crazy thing is they will beg for wrath they will like beg for your contempt they'll beg for you to be angry with them and mad at yeah. them they'll say the worst shit in the world to you and then when you give it to them they're shocked <laughs> and so it's a unique form of gaslighting where it's like you, you there's no world i don't care how stupid you are and you are <laughs> There's no world where you thought saying this to me would elicit any other response, especially you at this point. It's a brand. Yeah, literally. There's no way you thought anything other than when you posted the video of a, a fat woman working out and we're like shirtless and being like, I wouldn't smash. There's no world where you didn't think Drew might find this and no, you up. seriously. So why are you mad? Some men would tag me in their videos. Like literally they'd tag me and be like, I don't care if you see this and they'd tag me. And then I'd make a video about it. And then they're like, she's such a big account. Why would she talk about me? Why she's would dog she piling. tag me? She's dogpiling. Yeah. <laughs> I love the dogpiling accusations. <laughs> yeah. Why would she post me on her public account like that? Well, I don't know. You tagged me. I thought you wanted me to see it. I thought we were having fun. I thought we were besties. It literally is like... <laughs> <laughs> I hate that shit. When someone's yeah. like, when when on when on social media, I'll go I'll go after someone who was really mean to me or someone I like. Oh my god, on Twitter, and they'll be like, all the time on Twitter. Oh my it. god, and they'll be like, you're dogpiling this small account, and I'm like, yeah, they they sh they brought a gun to the party, not me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, they're getting Literally. dogpiled, and I hope it's a bad day for them. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> like, it's funny because no, I don't care. Are no. you asking me if I care? I don't. I do not. Oh, I don't. The only thing I care about is when I when I when someone's horrible and they have a small account and I uh, quote tweet them into hell or whatever. <laughs> the only thing I care about is I go. 
I gave them some clout for the day. Yeah. That bothers me. Yeah. Whether or not they had a bad feeling about it is like, <laughs> obviously not. They're mean. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I had a guy on, on Twitter. So I tweeted about going to the Pro Bowl. Well, I posted like some TikToks about it. And of course, every straight man that jerks off during NFL season, like nonstop, mm-hmm. was like, what are you doing there? Blah, 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 blah. Whatever, right? A real unoriginal stuff. But one guy tweeted me and was like, um, I guess they needed more people on the O line, which I've like explained that joke to my audience. <laughs> I like was like, yeah. Yeah. I'm a football fan, and yeah. I gotta say, the girls and gays are not picking up no, on that. No, no, no. Yeah. I actually got a, I, I made a video about it once because um, I posted like a gym video, like me just like looking cute. And a lot of dudes were like, well, you look, because I said, um, tell your man to put me in a uh, defense or at tight end for your fantasy football lineup this week. Hilarious joke if you like sports during football season. If you're a sports fan? Yeah. <laughs> sports, anyone? And so um, all of them were like, more like O-line. And I explained in a video, I'm like, this is a fat joke because oh, offensive linemen are typically the biggest boys on the team. And they're being like, you're like a big fatty is what they're calling me. And I was like, but the hilarious part about that is that your O-linemen don't score points in fantasy. Right. So it, it doesn't make sense. Right. You're an idiot. Why do I know your culture more than you do? Right. <laughs> like, so when I was tweeting about the Pro Bowl, same shit, right? Same song, different day. And this one guy was like, get up, get back on that O-line. And I go and look and like the way he's built, like he's built like an O-lineman. Right. So then I- Bitch, re- you look like a center. Yeah. So I retweeted it and I said, with you or? Right. And so then it, that one went viral. And then he was like, fuck you, like he just has like a tantrum and he goes i was an all uh, like all american offensive lineman and i was like i knew it (laughs) (laughs) so clock i knew it so (laughs) so, so the joke landed then (laughs) so that and also the other part of that is if you remove the fat phobia from it yeah what is the joke tackles are the most important players in the nfl because they protect your quarterback also an offensive lineman like in the NFL, like biggest, strongest, like, just muscle, fastest dude. <laughs> like that's why I'm like, you guys, your joke doesn't even make sense. Yeah, like someone told me, like more like a defensive lineman, and I'm all defensive linemen are like six five, two eighty, like two percent body fat. Chris Jones runs like a four eight forty. That's why I was like, you're telling me I'm so handsome and so in shape. You're telling me I'm a franchise player. <laughs> It's so embarrassing Thanks. because this is the thing you claim to love, and I'm better at it than you, and I only like it in passing. <laughs> yeah. I posted like a promo on TikTok once, like talking about that. I'm like, whenever they say that, it's like a compliment. Like you're telling me I look more athletic than you, and also like as someone, someone people make up a big majority of the NFL. Uh, and so I was like, I could literally walk onto USC right now in this outfit and get picked. Like Period. I would make the starting Period. starting lineup. And then USC Athletics comments on my thing, and they're like. Yeah, we'll definitely put you in. And I was like, certified, bitch. <laughs> Wrapped certified. up. Certified. That's handled. what I thought. I'm leading y'all out the tunnel next game. <laughs> <laughs> this is the other thing, too, is these people, they, they love jokes. They say they all, they always claim to be comedy fans. They it's love. a joke. I love jokes. Especially we all dark laugh. humor. Oh, my God. They uh, love dark humor. Dark humor. But it's a bad joke. Even Not even fat phobia withstanding. It's like to just say D-line and not say Nadamakan Sue. Like. <laughs> <laughs> write a specific joke, bitch. Yeah. Like as a joke writer, I'm offended. That's why I said. I'm, I'm like, like I'm like, in order for a joke to be funny, it has to make sense. Right. Like literally, like it has to it has to make sense. It has to be topical. Like it like paint me a picture. Speak like, to an lead audience. Me there. Have some syntax. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, just a just a pinch. You know, backload your joke, put the funniest part at the end. <laughs> Use more consonants in certain places than others. Like, yeah. write a joke, bitch. You're like, oh, on the O line? O line? That's You You didn't even say offensive line. That's what I said. It's, uh, and you didn't even you. name a position on the offensive line. Yeah, I mean, it really Get is specific. embarrassing. It's specificity. <laughs> it's specificity. Like, I, I told, I, I when I was uh, um, on a different podcast, I had told this, like, the one and only thing someone's ever said to me that was meant to be mean, and it was pretty mean, like it does... Like, she really got me. Um, I, although I think it was a man. He, like, he just told me I looked like the pot of greed Yu-Gi-Oh card. Which, like, the picture he was using, he got me. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> you got at the me. end of the day. Listen, at the end of the day, yeah. you got me. Like, yeah. I, I'm going to take that. Yeah. I'm going to hold on to this. I'm going to take it home. This is for me. This is for me this to This is keep. mine. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll hold that forever. I never forgot that. But he just, like... It was like on a Twitter thread about me, mm. and all he wrote was "pot of greed," nothing else. Yeah, he wasn't like this fatty, blah blah blah. Literally just that. That tweet had so many likes, rude. <laughs> but then I thought to myself, I was like, it's almost meaner that he said it like drive by. Yeah, like he's like, hey, I'm not taking the time, bitch. You're pot so, of greed. Hey, you're so ugly, by the way. Anyways, back <laughs> to my normal life. I don't know what her name is, but she looks like this really ugly teapot. Yeah. That's mean. You got me. You got me. I always remember the good ones. <laughs> me too. I always remember the because, like I said, I'm a joke writer. Yeah, yeah, and I and I will respect the craft until the day I die. <laughs> that's why I was like, honestly, you kind of ate me up with that one. Hey, when, you got me. When someone told me on Twitter that I looked like LGBTQ Russell from Up, <laughs> yeah, that ate me up. <laughs> the hey. little boy from the Up cartoon, yeah, you ate me up with that one you because I I do look like gay him and <laughs> and hey, I'll take it. And who's to say he wasn't gay in that movie? And who's to say? Who's to say? The uniform is giving a little something, isn't it? <laughs> it's it's got to be a little sweet. Who's to say? Maybe bye on the weekends. Maybe that's you. <laughs> that's like, that's maybe you're him grown up. Maybe. Maybe. And yeah, bye on the weekends. Well, when he, when he grows up. <laughs> we can't talk about <laughs> He's a kid in the movie, but when he grows up, maybe he's bye on the weekends. <laughs> in case you didn't get that. In case. Yeah. Keep, keep, keep up. Yes. This episode is brought to you by eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Whether it's a handbag, watch, sneakers, streetwear, or jewelry, eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay authenticity guarantee. Visit ebay.com for terms. Did you ever get any other good ones? I've, I I try to think sometimes. Oh my of god! Of when they like really did get me. It's so rare. It's it so rare that I get a good one. And I Same. I I do a joke in. Uh, there's an old joke I have that I do in stand up where I talk about the 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 nature of insults that I get. Mm -hmm. And I go, "Call me fat" is so boring. I've known that for a while. The most embarrassing thing about me that you guys need to do your research. Yeah. When I jump into a body of water, I still have to hold my nose like this. <laughs> if you bring that up in an argument, it's curtains for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm out. A guy, a guy told me uh, a couple like months ago on the internet, he replied to me and he had like 17 followers on Twitter and he decided he wanted to go toe to toe with me. <laughs> and he said, um, he said, I don't know about the rest of you guys trying to like rally other people in the comments. Mm -hmm. Never going to happen. <laughs> he goes, I don't know about the rest of you guys, but this guy looks to me like he broke into a bakery and ate all the pies. <laughs> and I went, it's so soft. I mean, I'm like, you're not, you're, you're so far out of your league. I want to reply and be like, I'll kill you with a gun. <laughs> You're soft. <laughs> Ate all the pies like a, like an 18th century limerick. <laughs> I will kill you to death with a gun. 
Like you're not. I'll literally murder you. It's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. You just tweet his address. At I'm him. serious. <laughs> you're, you're, it's child's play for you're in the sandbox, bitch. I'm at the gun store. <laughs> I mean, it's like, girl, what? Someone once wrote um, an insult to me. Like they were so mad at me, and they wrote an insult, and then they at the end they wrote checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> they just put a gif of. You dropping a mic. Boom. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, a gif of Emma Stone from like 2014. <laughs> like on the Tonight Show. Yeah. Going like that. Yeah, I went there. <laughs> well, go somewhere else. Bet you didn't see that coming. Yeah. That's why he literally wrote, checkmate. Not a gif. And I said, I don't, I honestly don't know what to write back to this. I'm not playing chess. <laughs> I'm playing murder. I'm going to kill That's you. That's why I said I tweet his address at him. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You don't, swat him. Please. <laughs> Don't, don't make me swat you. <laughs> don't I make love. me tweet. The, don't make me tweet the address of the Quiznos you work at. Because I will. Because I will. Because I will. I've been to that Dick Sporting Goods. The, I know you're in there. I hope they have it in my size. Because <laughs> I don't want to make your day worse. I, just, I love when they like. That's so funny. <laughs> it looks like this guy broke in and ate all. The pies. Looks like this guy broke in and ate all the pies. I'm gonna have sex with your father. <laughs> Broken and ate all the pies. Your father's gonna be eating a pie. Yeah. That's for damn sure. Yeah. I'll make sure of it. Uh, why don't you break your mouth into my asshole <laughs> and lick my butthole, you <laughs> loser? Broke into a bakery and ate all the pies. <laughs> I'm sick. That's so and he thought he was William Shakespeare. With it. <laughs> He's like, anyone else? Any, oh, I don't know about the rest of you guys is trying to rally my thing fans. On? He also, anyone else? Everyone in the replies to my shit is my fans. <laughs> You're, I do that all. I can't even. Tell, I'm like, hey, you're in the wrong neighborhood, bitch. You're, you're gonna get jumped. Roll in these the windows comments. up and lock the doors. Because <laughs> yeah. there are hundreds of thousands of mentally ill baristas <laughs> that are ready to mobilize whenever I say the word. Okay, Alfred's finest. There are girls that were if they're not at the Boy Genius concert, they're at my mentions, <laughs> and they will fight you, bitch. If they're not seeing Lucy Dacus, <laughs> they're in Caleb's comments section, and the, and the Doc Martins are laced up. <laughs> Mary Jane and they're ready to fight for me, <laughs> yeah, and they will. I've got she days that are shooters, <laughs> so you need to be careful because the guys from AutoZone are not doing the same for you. <laughs> no, they surely are so, not. They don't. They don't do it like that at the Best Buy. Believe it. The Genius Bar inside Best Buy. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> and so you're in danger. I love. I love when they write stuff like that. Oh, it like tickles me pink. I don't know about the rest of you guys. I do know about the rest of them, <laughs> and they love me. And you, you can try to rally them. They pay my mortgage. What if I showed up to your house with a gun? What if? <laughs> right now. What if I have a katana? <laughs> and I show up and I show up to the unemployment office when you're there for your check. <laughs> oh my god. What if I come down to the Y? <laughs> when you play basketball? When you're sitting on the sidelines of the pickup game. But you didn't get picked because your jump shot's trash. And what if I come down there? What if I came to the Planet Fitness right now? Then what? Then what? Then what are what? you doing? <laughs> what if I come down to the Planet Fitness while you're doing the stairs on high intensity? <laughs> you're getting that in-body for free at Crunch Fitness. <laughs> what are we going to do then? <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. Oh my god, those are my favorites. What if I come find you? You can't come find me because the Toyota camera's in the shop, isn't it? <laughs> 
Isn't it? When you soup up the Hyundai, <laughs> come and it's, find me. It's not going to go well for you. <laughs> the Scion. I, I literally, I tweeted this one guy. Um, he had like a, a tweet go like viral, but for like awful reasons. But he was like, I'm, I'm never going to go against my genetic biology. Like it was like a whole, it's, it's a hunting picture. Yeah. A dead zebra. A dead he's zebra? Like, yeah. Ooh. He felt real threatened by yeah. an herbivore. Go figure. But he's like, I'm resorting to my... like the, It's like that transphobic, like toxic masculinity. It's very like, I'm not going to be anything but a man. Yeah. And he's like standing in front of a dead animal. Yeah. And it's like a little video. And he has like a church outfit on. Like he has like a white linen shirt. Yeah. Tan like chinos yeah. and like boat shoes. You look like you're at the Sands Resort, bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's like you look like you just came from like your nearest worship. Like yeah. he's leading worship, you know yeah. what I mean? But he's like one of those like 20 year old pastors <laughs> that dates like underage girls. For sure. That's what he, the vibes he was giving. <laughs> and he was like, I was like, does your genetic biology teach you how to iron a f- shirt like the shirt was so wrinkled and then i was like what and i said record yourself running a 40 yard dash and i'll tell you if you would survive in the wild expeditiously yeah get quickly. on it. set the camera up <laughs> yeah. set it up set and it run up. as fast as you can <laughs> as hard as you can mean whenever it. i say that men get so mad at me they're like why don't you run you fatty i'm like i wasn't bragging about being able to survive in the wild yeah. i don't have to prove that yeah scientifically i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't survive i'd die quick Quickly and I, by my own hand. Yeah, yeah. Do you think you would survive in the apocalypse situation? Hell no. I think I would. You think so? Not because I'm fast and strong. That's the other thing is they they only think about it as like I'm gonna outrun, I'm gonna outfight. Yeah, they. I'm gonna organize. Good. I'm gonna get Mobilize. like I said. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get the she days. I'm gonna get the bisexual white women, and yeah. I'm gonna we're gonna take over a clean water source, <laughs> and I'm gonna run that shit like the army, <laughs> like the marines. You better believe it. <laughs> And I won't ever have to do, I, there'll never be blood on my hands. I feel that. I'll be sitting on a throne. <laughs> As king. While my girls handle the business. <laughs> People come over and say, we want some clean water. And I go, talk to Stacy. <laughs> I think for me, when I talked about the apocalypse, I'm literally like, I'm not surviving because I'm most likely killing myself. Yeah. I'm, I'm going out, like, have you watched This Is, is it This Is Us? Last of Us. Last of Us. The Last of Us. Last of Us. Have you watched The Last of Us? I have not. Okay. Well, there's, I won't, without spoiling, they do have a character that kind of like, he's, um, what do you call the ones where like, they have the snake that Ben Franklin drew. They're like libertarians. Oh, the pro- it's not Proud Boys, is it? They're not Proud Boys. They're not like conservative. They're like the ones that are like anti-government, anti-party, anti-everything. Yeah. They're very like doomsday prepper, like the whole yeah. government's corrupt. Everybody's watching you. Like one of those. Yeah. Um, he's one of those guys, so he preps for the end of the world. So he, his neighborhood, he like makes it into a little compound. Mm. And I won't tell you what happens at the end, but that's what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm staying put. Right there, I'm building my little city. Uh huh. And when the time comes, I'm offing myself. Yeah, boom. The way I want to go out. Done on my own terms. Yeah, on my own. And terms. that's a CEO mentality. <laughs> yeah. I'll decide when I go. Not a God. That's a Shiro. A Shiro. <laughs> It's funny that those biological, those guys that are like my, my male biology, what God wanted a man to be. It's Literally. like, you think so little of God. <laughs> <laughs> he, he created you and gave you no desire to like ask a woman a question <laughs> or read a book. Yeah. He only created you to like hunt and run. You're sick. Yeah. 
and good luck surviving now in that like with with just those bare bones skills like right. you need something else this is uh, the, the this is what's going this is what i'm saying about short men right now too the leg yeah. lengthening surgeries that short men acting like I they're know. victims of genocide <laughs> Brother, you're five six. You don't need longer legs. You just need to like have a favorite album or something. Yeah, like, a hobby. Get, get a hobby. An learn, interest. Ask a woman a question and then listen to the answer. Yeah. You know, you'll be I've fine. I've said that so many times. You know what's funny too is like my boyfriend once like some random guy like tried striking conversation with him because unfortunately for him, he looks very approachable to men yeah. who are awful. Yeah. <laughs> because I see that he's for so him. like masculine looking or whatever. They, they look at him. I don't know how they be checking him out. But he was talking to him and he, he got on the subject of like he was in the mindset of like wanting to convert to like, um, I think, Muslim faith. Mm. And he was like, oh, that's that's cool. Right. And he's like, yeah, you know, because I heard that they can have a bunch of wives. Always. That's where you lose me. So he wants like a harem. Like that's like his idea. He's like, I'm going to have multiple wives, you know, so I could spread my seed. This is like from him verbatim. So I could spread my seed like God wants me to right to like create more life and like these evolved like the way he was talking about it sounded like he was on drugs but it was like two in the afternoon on like a wednesday so i i don't think they, they were in the gym yeah and my boyfriend was like what like and he was like just out of curiosity do you know anything else about that faith or is that did you kind of check out after you read that part also you do know he's that like, well i'm still learning <laughs> i'm still learning i'm still learning about yeah it. But I do know that I get to fuck a, a lot of people, so I'm in it for that. It's telling. <laughs> it's telling that that's where you started learning. Yeah, and that's where you stopped learning. And that's where you stopped. Yeah. And also, do you know that you don't have to abuse Islam to have that lifestyle? You can you, abuse Christianity to have that lifestyle. That, that's what my my boyfriend. You can was use like, any religion. That's like you don't need to be religious at all. You yeah. could just be a whore. Yeah, you could just be also a misogynist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that, a that's misogynist, available to you. Like a misogynistic man. I many of them do that but when we were talking about it my boyfriend told me i was like in disbelief because i know what this guy looks like yeah and he's like i'm like okay let's just say let's just say that the government goes to shit whatever happens happens and then they're like we need to recreate man we need to pick the best specimen to create life like the strongest version of human they're not picking someone who's five three like and he's balding already and he's 23 that's not a joke like he doesn't shave it enough so i see it like five o'clock shadow on the head babe like but cul-de-sac yeah like half court <laughs> and so i'm like why would they pick you like you have an underbite they're not picking you you're not the specimen babe those genetics they're failing they're not picking you I like in no form of of like eugenics are they going to pick you? You're not the one. You're not. I can't understand. When you walk, your toes point out. Enough. They don't want to pass the that feet. down. Not the <laughs> they don't. The like movement to have sympathy for incels, I'll never understand. Same. I'm not gonna. I'm like, I don't feel bad for you. If you're a if you're a man in 2023 who can't yeah. get pussy. I'm never going to be there with you because I know that if I was a straight man, I'd be doing okay. You know, yeah. like, because I oh, am yeah. curious and ask questions and I, like overall a nice person. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't understand how you're not getting laid at all. Cause also the, the most beautiful, wonderful, amazing women are so often with the ugliest mother <laughs> dude who just like brings the groceries in. Yeah. Like, I'm like, brother, you, there is so little you have to do to bag a true supermodel. No, actually, though. And you won't even do it. <laughs> and you can't even do that. I, just not even that. That's why I said, I'm like, if they're not picking you, 
you have you have astigmatism. Like yeah. that's you're out. You got to work on you it. You know what I mean? You got to work on they it. They think they think of themselves of like the early stages of Captain America, like you know when he's like they photoshopped Chris Evans' head on like a really tiny man. Yeah. They're like that's me. <laughs> like and then they're going to pick me and they're going to juice me and I'm still going to be me inside. And I'm like you're not it's the you that's inside you. that's the problem. No, that's it's not the you. inside that's the problem. You're, you're the one who tries out and gets vertigo and passes out and they cut you loose early. That's you. Bye. You don't even make it. Yeah, that's it. It's like there are so many. <laughs> there are so many great like when I say like you're five three or you're balding or I say you work at the gas station or whatever. There's nothing wrong with any of those things if no. you're a nice person. I, exactly. But because you're mean, I got to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's free game at that point. Right. I love a lot of people who work at gas stations because they're cool. <laughs> And you're not one of them, bitch. And you're not one of them. Being working class is so. awesome. <laughs> but not the way you're until doing you're it. Until you're awful. Yeah. And then it's not. Because I'm always telling the truth or joking until I lie. <laughs> until I lie. And until that's I lie. And that's the theme. Because when I lie, I'm lying. I'm lying. When I lie, I'm lying. And it's... But ultimately, I do like to think when I lie, it's to service a greater truth. Which is also a lie. Which is a lie. <laughs> Okay, I think that's gonna do it for our episode. Uh, did you have fun? Yeah, dude. <laughs> yes. I would always. I came in I here. I had a blast. That's the hardest I've laughed since I've been filming this. I had totally annoyed kidding. the people who work here too. They're like, you can hang out in your green room. I was like, I think I'll just sit and chat with y'all. <laughs> They're like, well, we that. actually have work to do. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show. I love you, man. It's mutual. I adore you. You're the funniest person alive. Where can everybody find you? Well, I'm online uh, sparingly at Caleb Says Things mm -hmm. on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and technically TikTok. Uh, but follow the Instagram. Yes. And well, if this is out by July and August, I'm going to be in a bunch of cities touring. So come see me live. Yes. I'm better live. Please go see Caleb live. I see your clips online, but I have to come see you in person. Come I out. absolutely have to come see you in Anytime, person. Anytime, babe. I'm so excited. Please go support Caleb. Please go follow him. And please go see him on his stand-up comedy tour. It's going to be amazing. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, dude. I adore you. Thank you, everyone, for watching. And remember, you can stream new episodes of the comment section every Wednesday exclusively on Spotify. I'll see you next week. Bye.